Good morning, and welcome back to Word, here and there, Inspirational Plus. I am Carolyn, your podcast host. Long term. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. 1 John 2, 17. We invest so much time and energy in the things of the world. We work at careers that we mistakenly think make us more important and successful. We buy bigger homes that take more time to care for. We desire more gadgets, more vacations, more jewelry. We care so much about the world's standards of success. The reality is that all those things will pass away. They will not last. The one thing that will last is our obedience to God. We go into eternity with that one thing. It is all that lasts. Don't let the stuff of the world get in the way of knowing and obeying God. It's what really matters. Our quote today. Without struggles, there would be no striving to be better, to overcome, to acquire the skills and strength to evolve as people. These are struggles that make us beautiful without difficulty, without suffering. No one would be on the path to self-actualization. A foothold in life. A dozen children ran around laughing and playing in my friend's yard. While we parents sat chatting and sipping cool summer drinks, it was Memorial Day. The barbecue had been cleared away when our host announced a surprise. A huge truck backed up to the long, narrow driveway capturing everyone's attention. Adults and children watched with curiosity as the driver got out, adjusted some mechanical gadgets, and slowly raised a huge portable rock wall. It was about 12 feet wide, made of gray molded plastic with undented footholds that stretched straight up for what looked like at least a hundred feet. The enthusiastic kids swiftly lined up to give it a try. With the complete fearlessness most children possesses, scrambled to the top and rang the bell that hung at the highest point. There wasn't really anything to be afraid of since there was were belted into place. Three people could climb side by side and talk to each other. So gradually adults tried it too. Come on, let's go get in line, my husband Neil urged. No, you go ahead without me. I had all sorts of good excuses. I don't have the right shoes. I forgot my sunglasses. I have to have I have to help the hostess. I have a unique talent for seeing unthinkable danger in almost every situation, and this scene seemed perilous to me. I watched everyone else having fun, though, and finally convinced myself to try it. With all Excuse me. With all the nerve I could muster, I started the climb. The belt wrapped around me like a diaper, so there was no way to fall. Yes, I thought, this is fun and safe. Concentrating on each foothold, I slowly made my way up. I avoided looking down to prevent any sudden panic. Within a few minutes, I made it to the top and proudly rang the bell. Woo-hoo, my daughters called up to me. Way to go. Uh, call, Neil yelled. I enjoyed my success and the fabulous view of fields and farmland until I realized there was a line below me waiting for a turn 
it was time to go down. It was one thing to look out at the world in the distance, but it was a whole other thing to look straight down. I was paralyzed with fear. I willed my hands to let go of the ripples in the wall, but I couldn't move them. I slowed my breathing and decided to work on my feet first. I wiggled my right foot, tried to find a safe hole without having to look. I couldn't find one. I started to sweat so much the belt shafted my belly and thighs, and I wondered if my clammy hands would lose their grip. This is ridiculous, I thought. You climbed up, and I just reversed the whole process and go down. It sounded so easy in my head. Taking another deep breath, I looked ever so slightly to the right. This time, I spotted a foothold about three feet away and slid my foot into it. Unfortunately, now I was splayed out like a starfish across the wall. The children below recognized my fear and called up all sorts of recommendations. Move your right hand down three inches. No, move your left foot first. Just hold the rope and jump. You can't fall. All well-intended advice, but the fact remained that I couldn't move. I heard some commotion below, and then my husband was suddenly next to me on the wall. Hi, he said. Need some help? I don't see how you can help. You can't carry me down, and I can't move. Of course you can. You just need to stop thinking about how high we are. I know that. I just can't do it, I whined. Okay, then let's just sit here and chat for a while, he said. Did you have any of your Don's barbecue beans? They were delicious. They were good, but my favorite was the honey melon balls. We chatted about the party for a few minutes, and then he said, Cole, brush that fly away from your head. Stop thinking I did, and then instantly reached out for a different ledge to grab. I smiled, realizing that, of course, I could move. Over the next 15 minutes, Neil talked me all the way down, step by step. Move your left foot a little to your left, and then look over your shoulder. You'll be able to see the apple tree. Reach out about six inches to the right, and you'll be able to see the kids in the yard blowing bubbles. So it went, and with each step he pointed out something lovely to distract me. By the time we got to the bottom, I felt great. I wasn't anxious or stressed. In fact, I was calmer and more peaceful than when I started out. It was a great lesson in mindfulness. Fixation on being stuck on the top of the wall paralyzed me from being able to move on focusing instead on all the good things I could see along the way. Down connected me back to the moment and distracted me from my fear. Who would have thought that an adventure on a rock wall would teach me such a good lesson about life? Don't fret about what lies behind you or fear what lies ahead. Just take one step at a time and concentrate on the beauty in the moment. This is Carol with Word Here and There, Inspirational Plus. Take care of yourselves.